This episode is brought to you by Red Bear. Hey, pizza lovers, have you heard? You don't have to order in to get fantastic pizza anymore. Now, make it yourself with Red Baron's new fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza with a half pound of premium toppings and a soft, chewy, restaurant-style crust, you'll be blown away. Pick from three flavors in the frozen food aisle, ultimate pepperoni, barbecue recipe chicken, and meat lovers. Indulge yourself. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode of Go is brought to you by Volvo cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety of Volvo cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. Happy Thanksgiving, you elegant listeners out there. If you celebrate in the United States, and happy regular day to everyone else. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Um, welcome to Go My Favorite Sports Team, if it's your first time. I am your master of balls and holes himself, Tyler Scheid, joined by my fellow host, the comedic genius, the brainiac of brains, the super analytic uh, expert of knowledge of know-how, Mark Blair. Hey. That's me. All true. One hundred percent. Can't refute that. You got any uh, you got any big uh, big Thanksgiving plans? No, not really. I got to like it's um, now that I'm back from my vacation. It's, you know, working on the movie again. So now it's in the final stages. So getting all that together. Me either. I got I got invited to go across the country again. And I'm like, I've I've been traveling too much. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't want to. So um, but I think I think I'll take it pretty chill, you know. You know what Thanksgiving brings besides family and delicious food? For whatever reason, Thanksgiving is a very sport heavy holiday. Like it's huge for the NFL. There's a bunch of like Thanksgiving games and stuff like that. But there's even more. Um, There's like the turkey trot runs. There's like different competitions that happen during Thanksgiving as well. It's surprising a holiday that has oriented itself around food has become a very sports heavy holiday. Mm hmm. I guess maybe it's because you have to burn all the calories. I don't know. What do you think? Why do you think that Turkey Day, Thanksgiving, is so sport enthused? I think it's because, just generally speaking, any excuse to make an event is important for America. You know, there's a holiday that everyone's going to be at home. They're going to be around each other. There's probably going to be a TV playing. So it just makes sense that it's kind of like the sports world backed into the holiday as opposed to the holiday is significant to any kind of sport. Um, I would say that it is the beginning of the time period when most people are going back home and visiting family anyway. So they can swap stories and they can share experiences and they can go outside and play sports themselves. I, I mean, it's kind of just like it's a natural fit. No specific reasoning towards it, I think. But it's just like it's just like it's a good excuse. And sometimes that's all it needs to be. Did you ever do anything like sport like on 
Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving? I didn't. I mean, really, because I wasn't too big into playing sports for Thanksgiving stuff. Um, so it was just like I would just like be there and enjoy the food and then the TV would be on and it could be playing sports and whatnot. So not me. I mean, occasionally we played like flag football. But was that on Thanksgiving or was that just like generally over Christmas stuff? I think that was over. We did it a little bit over Thanksgiving break, but we never really made it like a big Thanksgiving thing. So I kind of got oriented to it. Yeah. And then ever since I moved over to L.A., it's kind of just been like generic friends giving out make a pot roast every once in a while but that's about it i know with water polo we actually had an annual like thanksgiving football game where even alumni like uh graduates and then current water polo players would come and play um in fact that's when i uh had my worst ankle sprain was during uh one of those and it was when i was playing college football so my coaches were really happy with me that i did that Anything you're particularly thankful for this year, you know, in the spirit of the holiday? I'm thankful for um, the opportunities that I've had this year to expand beyond my current um, horizons uh, with the movie and, and a bunch of different things that are kind of like coming up in the next few years or so. I'm also thankful for probably next year where I'm not going to be working on a big project for the first time in a very long time. Um, I'm intentionally withholding that because I don't want to rush into another big thing um and i'm going to use it as like an excuse to just kind of like prepare for another one and also learn korean and do some of these hobby things that i want to do um and then just focus on making regular youtube videos um so that'll be nice and then yeah i'm thankful for my friends uh thankful for my enormous penis <laughs> <I'm> thankful <laughs> for um <laughs> uh, no it's just generic thankful things that's fair. That's fair. I'm thankful for ChatGPT. <laughs> I worship and uh... I'm incredibly thankful for um, this year in particular. I'm thankful for the various different uh, people that I've met, um, the friends that have been there uh, for me, especially this year has been a weird like medical year and rocky year ups and downs wise. Um, and I've had a hot, lot of help from like you and Amy, um, and various other different friends that have reached out. Like, I remember when I got COVID and, and, uh, you guys came and dropped off some, some, uh, get well, like soon stuff and supplies. That was very touching, especially the fact that you, not only did you get the stuff that I asked for, but Amy thoughtfully got one of my favorite bags of chips. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh my God, you remembered. <laughs> it was it was just super sweet. And um, I'm incredibly thankful for that. I'm thankful for my brother. You know, he he took me out paragliding. He let me come and stay with him when I was going through some stuff and um, really made sure that we just did a lot together. Um, and being able to reconnect with my brother. Because if you don't know this, me and my brother never really got along growing up. Mm -hmm. I think you said that. We fought a lot. And so in this last like couple of years, we've started to bond more and he's opened up to me and I've opened up more to him. And I'm incredibly thankful for that and the family and friends that I've had along the way. And I'm thankful for safe travels because I've traveled way too much. Yeah, me too. I, I haven't quite gotten to diamond status in, uh, you know, uh, my frequent flyer thing, but I'm pretty close and maybe I'll cinch the year with like getting it. But I would have to like I would have to take like three more flights to get there. But it's like, yeah, a little too much travel. Just just take like an extra flight, you know, just like be like, oh, I'm just going to hop over here for a day and then hop back. Yeah, man, I don't have time. For that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's your one way to get away from all the work. Oh, man, I don't think I can get w w one day away from work until the end of this month. Once the end of this month, it'll be in pretty good shape. But it's going to be another little mini sprint and then uh, all the good stuff. We, we're going to have a, a bit of a sprint until February, probably, for, for the podcast, for those listening. 
uh, just because I am disappearing for a month in February. So a goodbye. Yeah, I'm just going to disappear off the face of the earth. Hopefully not die, but um, I could return. You never know. Yeah, he dematerializes every once in a while. It's kind of strange to be there when it occurs. He just kind of fades out. He screams a lot. He screams like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to remember when I come back. It won't be me. He shouts like that, and he's like, it won't be me when I come back. No, no. And then, like, you know, it's uh, it kind of just screams and screams. I never remember that. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what you say. Who knows if it's true or whatever. Well. Thanksgiving. It's the day where you think of turkey, mashed potatoes. Some people think of prime rib because that's what we had when I was growing up. Pumpkin pie, stuffing your face with pumpkin related gourd food and deliciousness. Lots of feasting, surprising amount of sports, athleticism and working out happening on Thanksgiving Day. I think it's also like the highest porn consumption day. I think I read that somewhere. Somebody posted that on TikTok or something. I don't know. What? Yeah, I don't. Why would that be a statistic that people would be able to know? Uh, Because the Internet site website traffic probably all right sure enough but there's obvious sporting events like nfl football games the turkey trot runs across the u.s but this year we're focusing on the lesser shows of strength skill and endurance on thanksgiving so not football what other events do you think there are other than marathons and football that happen on thanksgiving apparently a lot of people jerking it i guess (laughs) the sex championships of the world oh it's back baby (laughs) someday someday it'll happen no, but what do you think? Well, there's probably shopping. I know there's, you know, there's Black Friday, but I think it, people probably shop digitally. They're trying to get the sales going, all kinds of early stuff. Probably a lot of fights happen. You know, you haven't seen these family members in a while and you hate their guts. You're right. It's crowd rugby against the security guards at most stores. Yeah. They that... get into a scrum and push against each other until they break through the lines. Yeah, that, that does seem right. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but act one. Oh, boy. We're talking about the Thanksgiving Day Parade. (laughs) Oh, okay. Back in the day, the ancient Romans, they celebrated their independence. They did actually likely um, start the origins of parades because they'd have, um, after victories, they would march through the city center um, in the Roman Empire to celebrate their victories and show uh, homage to the soldiers that have triumphed covered in blood and script homage homage there you go that's the word <laughs> see we talked about this in the last episode me and mispronouncing words that's <laughs> uh, okay that one that one who would know like unless you heard it out loud it's not even like it's homage is it like how it's spelled so who know who knows the first macy's thanksgiving day parade not sponsored by the way but they sponsor the parade happened in 1924 i don't think they have enough money to sponsor anyone at the moment that's true stores man I mean, I got no love for Macy's. I never shopped there. I don't know. Well, back in the day, it was originally called the Macy's Christmas Parade, and it followed a route on 145th Street and Convent Avenue to the Macy's store on 34th and Broadway, which is like uh-huh. the, I think it's the first store, um, which is in New York. There were four marching bands. They had camels, they had donkeys, they had elephants and goats, all from the Central Park Zoo. Three floats pulled by horses and Santa Claus bringing up the rear, you know, because that's what Santa does. But Santa Claus at the end is still a tradition today. 1927 was when they first brought out the giant balloons. Imagine the athleticism and having to carry Felix the Cat balloon filled massively with helium that pulls you in the air. And yes, people do have to work extensively to hold on to those balloons. And there have been balloons lost to the ages into the sky and they have exploded. Well, I mean, are they really pulling or do they just have to be a certain weight? I mean, they're not attached to them because if like 
everyone else lost of them, they just float away and die. So I imagine they actually have to hold them down. So there's probably some strength. Weight is obviously involved, but strength, at least grip strength. Let me ask ChatGPT for the answer here. That's I was like, do you need strength to hold a balloon in the Macy's bar? Right. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed! Chat GBT, always accurate! We knew it! We knew it, baby! The athleticism of balloon wrangling. The parade okay. starts at 77th Street and Central Park West at 9 a.m., so you gotta be up early. It turns onto Central Park South and then heads down 6th Avenue before it turns west on 34th Street and finally ends on 7th Avenue in front of Macy's Herald Square. Wow. Three hours of walking. 2.5 miles you have to hold on to that balloon. To be a Wrangler, you have to be an employee at Macy's or a friend and family of an employee, apparently. Oh, okay. You need to be healthy, no heart problems. You got to get your physical done. You got to be over 18 because you got to be able to sign your own waiver and weigh over 125 pounds. That's pretty light. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a decent minimum. But you're holding on to this giant balloon, right? They're around 60 feet long, 60 feet high, and 30 feet wide. So uh, that's about 30, a little less than 30 meters long, 30 meters high, and 10 meters wide, a little less. Man, you're getting into the meters. You're welcome, Europe. Enjoy. Uh, But these polyurethane balloons weigh anywhere between 400 to 800 pounds, and each balloon requires 70 to 90 Wranglers. And there's uh, about 25 balloons in the parade nowadays. So that's around 1,700 to 2,200 balloon wranglers for all the balloons in the parade. There's a five-story tall Goku from Dragon Ball Z, a pair of Christmas ornaments, four taxi cabs wide for the Christmas ornaments. Nice. 29-foot-long Baby Yoda. Wow, rude. His name's Grogu. How dare you? His name's Grogu? Grogu. Yeah, that's Baby Yoda. It's Grogu. Grogu. G-R-O-G-U. I'm not looking it up. (laughs) <laughs> and an acorn so large it could fit 15 million real acorns in it. Wow. <laughs> Give me that in ladybugs. How many ladybugs could that be? Um, I imagine that's probably an average out of size of an acorn, probably about 50 ladybugs per an acorn. So 50 times 15 would be 525 million. Seven, 7.5 million. No, seven, 750 million. 750 million, yes. Yeah, seven. Yeah, I forgot the the extra zero. Seven hundred fifteen million ladybugs. That's a lot of ladybugs. That's a lot of ladybugs. How many ladybugs are on Earth? Ask Chat GPT. Uh, yeah. Screw you, Google. (laughs) (laughs) How many ladybugs are on Earth? And keep it short. Uh, it's not feasible due to their vast population. It's likely in the billions. Precise count impossible. That's pretty good. How many ladybugs? Google says five thousand different species. Ooh. Total. It still says 5,000 different species. Okay. Well, that's unhelpful. See, chat BT was better. Because it said, I don't really know. And that's, you know, that takes balls. It does. You know, really does. That's why I never say it. I don't have any. <laughs> you don't have any balls? Oh, I do. I, I have all the dodgeballs in the closet still. You don't have any testicles? What happened to them? Oh, testicles? I have those, but. Oh, okay. I was just about to say. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Right now is a busy time for college basketball, especially with the tournament coming up. And whoever makes it to the top, one thing is certain 
takes the most talented people working together to help these teams play at this level. It's the same for your business. You want the most talented people you can find to help make your business thrive. Find those people you need to use ZipRecruiter. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash go. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to help you quickly score excellent candidates. Immediately after you post your job, they'll start sending you people with the right skills and experience. And once you review the list, you can send your top choices an invite to apply. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash go. Again, that's Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R dot com slash G-O. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. This episode of Go is brought to you by Volvo Cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety of Volvo cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. Anyway, to wrangle a balloon, there's two training sessions in September and October where you learn how to handle and steer the balloon. The training includes key lessons on aerodynamics, geometry, and physics, because there are high winds in New York around this time. Mm-hmm. Team leaders are the leader and pilot. Um, A police officer also marches with each balloon so that somebody can't just run and steal the balloon. That's helpful. And uh, the pilot, the key person that's experienced, tells you when to raise and lower the balloon and when to speed up and slow down and stop, especially when it comes to having to navigate around buildings. It's key. So you got to plan on working them arms. You got to be able to pull doing push-ups. You got to do pull-ups. You got to do triceps. You got to do biceps. You got to do quadriceps. You got to do glutes. You got to do everything imaginable that you can relating to walking and carrying a balloon. Teacher, I have a question. Yeah. Is this a sport? We'll get to that at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Just check. The day at the parade, you got to be there on time. Probably need to wake up at 4.30 a.m. You got to wear a costume, extra layers underneath. And once the plate starts, you just got to walk and carry it. And uh, just remember, if something goes wrong and the balloon deflates or crashes, it's on live TV for millions to see, and you probably want to get out from under it because they're still pretty heavy. Okay. <clears throat> so, I don't think it's a sport. I think it's an athletic endeavor, but there is some teamworking ability and necessary in there, but there's no competition. If they were racing the balloons down different streets down New York as each team was doing it, that's a sport. Ah, yeah, definitely. The, the, man, that would actually be pretty cool. Balloon racing, <laughs> but not like hot air. Like, you got drag this shit. That would be pretty cool. If you go too fast, it catches the air and you just go flying. <laughs> I would love to see like BattleBot style balloon jousting where you got to try to pop the other balloon, but it takes a while to deflate, right? So you got to like, you could inflict more damage while it's deflating, right? So it's, it's pretty cool. Whoever has the the balloon uh, deflate faster uh, wins. Yeah. And then they're trying to knock out the people holding the balloon. So if if, like enough lose it, then all the other teams are going to go, and then they're going to fly off and die. And if you aim in the right spot, you can literally launch them all in the air and they just keep going. Dude, we just invented a new sport. I feel like we need to make this happen. Let's start a balloon jousting league. All right. Who wants to die? Let's do it. That's one athletic event. The other one could be a competition. And I imagine there is a competition for this. It is actual cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Act two. Ooh. 
Ooh. Much like we talked about with like Iron Chef and stuff, there can be cooking competitions. And many of us grew up hearing the story of how pilgrims and indigenous people came together and had a feast all about kindness and friendship and thankfulness. And while there was a harvest feast in, 19, in 1621 where the English colonized in Plymouth, and the Wampanoag, Wampanoag people ate and celebrated together peacefully. There's more to the history of what is now modern Thanksgiving. It became a traditional holiday in October 3rd of 1863 when Abraham Lincoln declared it a national holiday. And mm-hmm. it would be celebrated on November 26th, 1863. So it was thought that it was founded for the reasoning of improving relations between the North and South as it was in the middle of the Civil War. As well as the indigenous tribes after the Dakota War of 1862. Uh-huh. Basically, the Dakota people were facing starvation and fought back against the occupation of their lands and U.S. troops were sent to fight them. 2,000 Dakota people were taken into uh, custody, 38 Dakota men executed. That's dark history. I don't like this. Well, it's history. Usually American history isn't too fun. We need to face the reality of it, though. Yes, that's true. So it was fractured into several groups um, during this time. And so the Thanksgiving holiday was declared to try and ease tensions. And it's been celebrated every uh, year since as a national holiday, usually on the fourth Thursday of November. Usually, I feel like it's always the fourth Thursday of November, unless there's not a fourth Thursday of November. Can that happen? Uh, November is 31 days, right? No, it's 30 days. Oh, I guess if I guess if the beginning's on a Friday, then it, technically speaking, it could be. Yeah, November's 30 days. So yeah, it could, there could be no fourth. No, no, there still would be. No, there would yeah, be. Yeah, there, there would still be a fourth. There, there would be. Always on the 4th of November. <laughs> Unless there's something else that comes up and we all get busy. Many who know the full story behind the national holiday choose to have fall celebrations, getting together, spending time with family and enjoying good feud, but not associating it with with the national holiday and its history because it's got a dark history and it's, you know, clearly used to ease those tensions. But it's best summed up by a, uh, from a quote by Dr. Kelly Musteller, a previous director of the Citizen uh, Pawatomi. Uh, a lot of people don't acknowledge it as Thanksgiving. They say, I'm going to get together with family and it's going to be about sharing the meal. And we're not going to acknowledge the Mayflower and the Pilgrims because it's holding up the false moment of friendship and completely disregards the genocide and mass land theft and the brutality that all native peoples experience. So this is not the normal funny history we talk about on this podcast. No Romans, mm-hmm. um, but it's important to acknowledge. We need to acknowledge the the terrible things that happen in the world and the things that have happened, because if we don't, then we're just looking through rose lenses and ignore the realities of history. Absolutely. But the Romans did have fall harvest festivals and celebrations, though. That's a topic for another day. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
preparing a feast is extremely athletic. <laughs> <laughs> to switch subjects real quick. To just... Go on. How athletic are we talking? To give you an idea just how much of a workout it is, hmm. Thanksgiving dinner from scratch can easily take eight hours. And an average person burns around 50, uh, 150 to 250 hours per cooking hour. So just from cooking alone, that's 1,200 to 2,000 calories burned from preparing the meal. For those of you that don't know, you have a normal amount that's burned. This is on top of that. This is like uh, if you go lifting or running, it gives you that calorie count like on a treadmill or stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's in additional to your resting metabolic rate, which most people's resting metabolic rate is usually around 2,000 calories, which is why the dietary value, um, the recommended dietary value on food and stuff is 2,000 a day. Mm. The turkey. Depending on how many people you're feeding, you'll be lifting a 10 to 20 pound turkey multiple times. It's in the oven for 40 minutes, but you'll need to bend, squat, lift, spray the pan, baste it, and then put it back. Mashed potatoes. If you're making them from scratch, you gotta smash, you gotta peel, you gotta wash, you gotta break out the big guns, you know? Get those mashers going, get those arms a pumping. Yeah, uh-huh. Punch, punch them. You know, it's a good workout. Other food prep. You're chopping vegetables. You're stirring thick gravy. Uh... <laughs> I don't like that one. You're taking things out of the oven. I'm not. You're sprinkling cheese. Just do the salt bag. I've never seen you more animated. I love this. You gotta stuff that turkey. Oh my god. No wonder porn consumption's up in Thanksgiving. So between all of that, you've completed one hell of a workout just by getting everything ready. And usually mm. it's divided amongst multiple people, but sometimes it is one person preparing a meal and it's not even done in one day. It's done across multiple days. And if you're really dumb and you decide to stick a frozen turkey in a fryer, don't do it thought first. You will have to run extremely after the explosion of grease. <laughs> you're right <on> that. <laughs> and flames and you'll be sprinting down the street running your own turkey trot marathon before you know it. All right. So be safe out there. And uh, make sure you're getting that workout in, cooking that meal, and help out. You know, don't make one person do it all. And then eating. You got to chew. Oh. You got to munch. Sometimes chicken can be a little tough, so you got to really get into that. You got to pull stuff off the bone and rip it out of there. Chicken? Or turkey. <clears throat> you can have chicken if you want. I guess, yeah, nothing's stopping you. You could have a turducken. Don't have a turducken. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> and then eating. If you're at the table... You're passing the shared deliciousness around the table for people to consume because that's how you do it traditionally. Some people mm. will do buffet style, but get your workout in. Pass around those those delicious, scrumptious meats and cheeses and veggies and candy yams. I don't like candy yams. I don't do like candy. candy. I don't like yams and sweet potatoes in general. I, yeah, I don't know why people candy. Them. I don't know. I I don't discredit other people for liking them. I I just think that I'm better than them. I just don't understand it. Right. And I also think I'm better than them. Yeah, of course. Separate thoughts, really. Yeah, completely different. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you have a, a absolute fantastic Thanksgiving. And I would mm -hmm. love to hear what your favorite dish to both make and consume is. They might be the same. They might be different. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, Mark, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Food? Yes. Uh, it's not really like specifically Thanksgiving. It's more fall, but pumpkin pie easily. 
is is like up there i i i love pumpkin pie and i only ever eat it you know around this time of year um but if it was you know the stuff that's being prepared on thanksgiving probably the deviled eggs oh deviled eggs are so good i don't know what it is about deviled eggs and i think people can relate to this but it's just like when you if, if i've seen this meme tossed around a lot but if you saw like if someone up to you do you want to eat a dozen eggs and you'd probably go like yeah maybe i don't know really what if i cut them in half and take out the the yolk and then mix the yolk with mayonnaise and stuff it back in the hole and then you go yeah i'll eat 20 <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll eat all of them. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it, it really transforms with like something about the pickles, a little acidity, paprika it changes everything. You can even put like bacon bits on them. Some people put some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good food for you. It's keto. It's like if you do that, you know, there's no carbs in it. You could just eat all you want. It's a good amount of protein, you know. Oh, yeah. When I was doing keto, I was actually I ate a ton of dough. <laughs> it's also really easy to make. Yeah. And it's the only way. The only way that I'll eat. Uh, I'll enjoy the yolk of an egg. I usually don't like it by itself, but that I, I just really like it. Oh, that explains why you always got the egg whites. Yeah, I just I don't like yolk. I literally thought it was just because it was healthier. Uh, no, I mean, healthy, schmelty. I don't know what the science is of it, but yeah, I just don't like the flavor. All right. Least favorite Thanksgiving food. Least favorite. It's probably like the yams and whatnot, because like, I just don't like them. Even if they're sweet, I, I just don't like them. I'm not going to do it. I'm not about cranberry sauce. Oh, I hate cranberry. I hate hate cranberry sauce I, I don't get why people are so all about the cranberries i'm just not I'm just like why it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me why would you it doesn't make any sense at all actually it helps prevent utis i don't get utis i don't think i've ever had a uti i haven't but i i know that it's more common in women but it's like i just i, I just i don't know utis here so not a problem I, my favorite, I know a lot of people probably hate this one, but I love broccoli or uh, broccoli or green bean casserole. Both of oh, those. I, like, I like oh, that. That's not bad. That's it's so good. good. Some people, um, so there was like, I was watching a, a news program that did this survey like every year and broccoli casserole or green bean casserole always is ranking really low. And it's like, oh, that means you probably just have somebody who's not making it right. Like yeah. it's soggy or something, but a mm-hmm. good green bean casserole is like, oh. I'll eat the hell out of that. And I don't like green beans. You know what gets me in Thanksgiving is when you see the charcuterie and you see the tiny pickles and I go like, hell yeah, tiny pickles. And I take a bite and it's sweet. I hate sweet pickles. I hate sweet pickles. I eat a pickle because it's so salty. It sucks all the moisture out of my face. That's how I want, how salty I want my pickles. When they're sweet, I instant depression. I go look at porn immediately afterwards just because I need something to pump me up. <laughs> That's why. It's all the sweet pickles. <laughs> I knew it. Well, I didn't know it. Now I know it. Now I know it. Yeah, I, I don't like pickles at all. Switch them out for pickled onions. I love pickled onions. I love onions in general. Anyway. Share with us your favorite foods and what holiday Thanksgiving sport that you love. I know like traditionally the Cowboys, the Lions um, both play on Thanksgiving like every year. And the Witch in the Wardrobe. And the Witch in the Wardrobe. They play, you know, traditional turkey hunts probably happen around Thanksgiving. Wild turkeys are vicious, by the way, if you've ever encountered one. Also known as the Turk hunts. (laughs) (laughs) The Turk hunts. (laughs) Yeah, it's just something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know. But anyway. We hope you have a wonderful joining of family get together to enjoy a meal on this special occasion. What did you just say? You know, celebrating just getting together and having a meal as opposed to the the holiday. I hope you eat good food on a Thursday. I hope you enjoy the company of people you like and not people you don't like. 
Get a good deal when the sales come up. Don't be fooled. There's probably one on store.gmfst.com where you can get your Black Friday deal on so many incredible items. I think the minifinger might be out now. Don't test me on it, but... Don't test me. Don't test me. Don't test me. Don't test these fingers. But uh, be sure to check out store.gmfst.com for special Black Friday deals that will probably start on actual Friday and not on Thursday, like every department store ever. We could start it on Thursday. We could could start it Thursday. We'll we'll probably start it there. We'll probably start it Wednesday. We'll be special. We'll start early. Uh, Go check out all of the the stuff on there. And I would like to auspiciously, auspiciously, that's the wrong word. I would like to just announce and be forthright with this and just, I'm using bad words for what I'm trying to say. I don't know what you're trying to say. I just want to say we are thankful here at GMFST for all of you elegant listeners and watchers out there who enjoy the podcast and choose to share it with others and are willing to learn and understand sport and share the glory that it is for connecting people and creating passion and inspiration around the world. So thank you. I was going to say bye and then you started clapping and now I'm all blushy. Go go enjoy your holiday. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com.